I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The one who wants to be with you can deep inside. I hope you feel it. You feel it. You baby on the light of just to be the next to be with you. And then the song ends, and at the end he goes, Ooh, Doesn't he go? Just, no to be the, just to be the next to be with you. Just to be the yeah, next but then, to Yeah, but be then, with then it fades you. out. Yeah. And then it fades and out. And then he goes, And then he goes, Right. And he's trying to nick her. Does he? So uh, he hit the high note. Dog. Isn't it Mr. Big? It like, is Mr. Big, yeah. 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 You were talking about Nelly earlier. Have you heard the, the mashup of Hot in Here and um, Staying Alive? Yeah, I created it. In, it is inspired. Uh, <laughs> I know, I, I haven't, can I, can I please just say, at the risk of sounding like the oldest, most uncool, <laughs> non-bad of all time, <laughs> I actually really quite like Nelly. These are some good tunes. Thanks, Country Grammar's great. There it is. Where? He's fucked that up the end, hasn't he? Yeah, mm. yeah. Don't, don't leave that in. Just don't record leave that it in. again. Just <laughs> the knowledge that you have of that song is, is spoken like a true evening absolute radio DJ. <laughs> <laughs> he's legged it back from a taking a piss, and he's just heard it at the end. Uh, Pete's deep bath. <laughs>
a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Yes, I am, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. And Pete Donaldson's also here. You get your surname, pal. On Vogue. Damn. Uh, featuring. Um, SWV, no. No, it was Salt, SWV, wasn't Salt it? and Pepper. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, yes, featuring. of course, yes. Right, Feet. okay. Yeah. Oh, like, like Coolio's <laughs> Gangster's Paradise was featuring... LV. LV. Which stood for yeah. lunch and voucher? <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> and Nate Dogg's in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> As he, uh, Rest you know. in peace, the, the, mm. the late, great Nate, Nate Dogg. Dog. The late, great <laughs> Was there a song Nathan he couldn't Dog. improve? No. no. There, isn't, there isn't one. No. Absolutely. No. Mm. Uh, right, at Montpellier's recent 40th anniversary party, a 71-year-old Louis Nicolan... Uh, it was filmed crowd surfing. If you don't know uh, Big Lulu, then then have a Google. He's a big boy. Have a Google. He's uh, <laughs> yeah, Google Lulu. Regular Lulu. listeners to the show will remember when Montpellier won League uh, mm-hmm. He um, bli- dyed his hair blue and yellow, I think, didn't he? He did to, something to, like to that. Commemorate it. Wild. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's the one who recently called um, Marcelo Bielsa a dickhead as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's very un PC. And when I say that, he's big as it. <laughs> that's just another way. Of, that's yeah. just another way of saying he's a prick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. or a willy. Yeah, uh, it's like your uncle who's from a different generation. Yeah, he doesn't know no better. He doesn't know no better. Well, I'll tell him. Don't tell him. <laughs> Don't tell him. He'll actually think shout. what he really thinks. You all want to know my views? Not really. <laughs> but well, he's been given an award for services to football by the French uh, Football Federation. So he was in he high spirits. Um, mm. But yes, he was filmed crowd surfing. Which is brilliant, Quite actually. impressive, to A be big 71-year-old man film crowd serving. That's what we like to see. Who light. From the fanta- I reckon it'd be late. No, no, no. no. Oh, no. Who from the fantastic world of football would you like to crowd surf, Jim? Or see crowd surf? Um, Nate Dogg. Nate Dogg, <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, football featuring Nate Dogg would be brilliant. <laughs> That'd be it would be improved. <laughs> um, but I would like to go for Tim Sherwood. Um, probably tonight on the Aston Villa pitch following the inevitable pitch invasion when they get a point at home to keep me <laughs> definitely he'd love it as well wouldn't he absolutely unneeded dig Aston Villa for no reason oh, oh, not Aston Villa I suppose it was with the fans running on you've put the date or an, an actual date on when he's going to get that's sacked that's what we so dig got, at Sherwood though you've got no yeah. quarry there yeah but it, it just imagine him going around the pitch with his little Sherwoodisms high-fiving people fist-bumping people oh yeah go and then Goethe as your father <laughs> lovely jubbly me yeah. All that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'd love okay. to see that. Good had a good week. He's had a, he, he deserves a bit of crowd surfing, I think. Exactly. Lost four That's of his six he's... league games with Aston Villa Man. Yeah, but so now... 1-4-0 against the Gargantuan uh, Sunderland, though. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. Uh, <laughs> more on that later. <laughs> In a bit. <laughs> yeah. If we must. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Local. Um, I thought that I interpreted this question as sort of imagining the crowd surfing situation. Yeah. I've been involved in that in my younger days, yes. many moons mm-hmm. ago. But you'd be willing to go back to it. It's much harder speed. to do now, isn't it? A lot of gigs, like venues, ban it. Oh, I'm pushing 15 stone now, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was a very considerate crowd surfer because I was very light, but people would really get their knees in. It's stupid. Yeah. If you, if you um, don't know, don't do it. If you don't know, you, can answer, you can answer in a minute. Um, it's not, not going to be a crowd, <laughs> crowd, it's crowd surfing. Okay, you crowd surfing in particular. People put, what? Their knees, surely the hands. They'd be the crowd knuckles. serving, but they'd just, they'd just ha- leave their knees in. You've yeah, got to you s- lay flat. Pete, oh, mm. the, the actual crowd yeah, serving. Yeah. Pete, I don't know if you're anything like me, but you have to be really ca- Obviously, because I'm a bit taller, you have to be really careful. You get 
limbs and mm, elbows and all sorts yeah. of in the back of your head otherwise. I'll grab my boobs as well. I don't yeah, think I've done it. it. I don't think I've actually crowded. I've, oh, I've, we're I have to put that right at the Bloomsbury Theatre. Passing from back to front and then yeah. back again. Yeah. And on the, that's how we begin. I used to, <laughs> I used to have a lovely um, Winnie the Pooh hat and somebody stole it while I was crowd surfing once. So ah. I'd like it back if anyone's listening. To be honest, I prefer to do a more of a Bon Jovi, fly above the audience. Yeah, if you want to rig that up, if you want me to rig that up for you, yeah. Part of the reason you've never crowd surfed is because you've been to quite a few Bon Jovi gigs. Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> That's right. It's not true. Um, anyway, I was going to say, so, so the, the way I think this would be the most entertaining is because of the chaotic nature and the way that um, crowd surfing works and, and obviously gigs work and stuff, would be to get the straightest, sort of most boring, like, serious man you can think of and make him do it. And yeah. imagine oh, yeah, do, yeah, yeah, just yeah. imagine really rigid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Roy yeah. Keane. Yeah. No, 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 that, that's not boring. He's <laughs> Venger would be better if you're going for boring. Venger would be good. Keane would get in fights, wouldn't he? Yeah, Keane would, would Can you King imagine? He's not in control of the situation. Keane would start no. a one-man wall of death. I would absolutely love to see Roy Keane laying, like, laying face down, yes! but looking towards the stage, just staring at the singer. <laughs> Could you imagine the fear <laughs> in that singer's eyes? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it. But punching the people who are crowd surfing Oh, no, he's him. saving it all up. Is he? Okay. <laughs> yeah. John Bon Jovi or whoever Petey uh, I would like um, uh, Newcastle footballer um, Sammy Amiobi because mm. I think skinny. I think bits would come off him <laughs> he'd, yeah, be like he'd, just, he'd lose a leg or something like a stick insect or like a hermit crab like <clears> just bits, <laughs> bits of shell would come off him you talking about being from Newcastle you wouldn't like to see Big Mike Ashley <laughs> Yeah, uh, that that would be uh, that would be a sight to be. Yeah, just crowd surfed out of St James's Park, <laughs> <laughs> never to return. Sportsdirect.com <laughs> paints like oh. painted on his back. Oh, I might get broken your neck on some steps. How did that happen? <laughs> Got it. Let me let me bandage you up with some Sportsdirect.com plasters. <laughs> knives. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to bandage me up with bandages, but you've used knives. <laughs> if anything, it's made the situation worse. <laughs> I'd go for Steve Bruce. Because it's very usual suspecting this, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I, th- I, think, I think with Bruce, I'd like to see him, I'd just like to see him after, the, you saw the pictures of him on holiday. Yeah. Which were on yeah, the Ramble yeah. website. Massive belly on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's no surprise there's, to anyone, I mean, there's, look, there's something funny about seeing Steve Bruce in his swim shorts. Yeah, fantastic, yeah, mm. yeah. Did you see the one of him diving into the water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Free Brucey. <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't say that. It was fantastic, mate. He's diving off a boat, isn't he? I mean, he's diving, diving off a boat. Off a boat. Good yeah. God! And um, yeah, L- listing to the side. I mean, of course, we <laughs> should. We should for the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we well, wouldn't hit the water, would they? <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is, it, we got to be a bit. De- we got to have a bit of deference here because the man was a professional athlete. So none of us achieved. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I mean, it is funny. Although it's we've funny all got the same amount of Indian caps. Shall we keep talking nonsense till Marcus can bring himself back to the Yeah, I think yeah. we're going to have to. Yeah, come yeah. on, mate. <laughs> right there. Free Brucey. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, you've I made just... yourself laugh the most, so you get the point. Mm. <laughs> Let's Fine. move on. There we go. Let's talk about Premier League stuff. Prem. Bring on the Prem. Oh, Sunderland, they beat Newcastle 1-0. Let's not bring on the Prem. <laughs> let's, oh. let's put it away. 
and emotional. Jermaine Defoe won the game with a beauty. The first time all the listeners that, were, we've, that have been in touch are genuinely happy we're recording on a Tuesday and not a Monday because obviously <laughs> Pardy <laughs> only done the business, didn't they? Oh, yeah. oh, it's, 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 it's a perfect storm for Dalton. Let's I'm, get I'm, fucking sick of them, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening right now, I'm fucking sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> to the back teeth. And if I was like a shark and I had a hundred teeth, I'd be sick to the back of them as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Petey. Um, Jermaine Defoe, though, what a performance. They highlighted that on Match yeah, of the Day a lot. I just, got, I just got a text from Pete quite late doors on Sunday saying, uh, usual fucking dog shit, <laughs> with the dog shit in capital letters. Oh, Jermaine Defoe, he, he was excellent, and like obviously there, a lot of questions were raised when uh, you know they, they spent 60 grand a week on him and whatever, but like he's, he, he's worth prov- it, isn't he? A proven goal scorer, imagine that. He's worth it. Imagine yeah. putting your hand in your pocket and buying a proven goal scorer, and then he scores a goal <laughs> in an important match. When I saw imagine that. after you, mate, just look at Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went into that game thinking I don't really care who wins I'm always looking forward to a time you, of derby you but, wanted to but as soon as I saw that Sandler were playing with Wickham and Fletcher and Defoe I was like yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for this <laughs> who we had at the back yeah. good Christ yeah because yeah. didn't they play um, didn't Colback play at the back yeah left, good left back, back yeah. and Gutierrez the big, uh, big Jonas played in the middle he, he was, 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 was the only, only one who played alright right, he was actually lecturing Ryan Taylor at one point Ryan Taylor was sat on the floor and Jonas was going get up <laughs> you can't, you can't criticise Ryan Taylor can you because of his injury problems it feels a bit no, if there's one player in the world that can, it's Jonas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, when you see Ryan, whenever I see Ryan Taylor, I'm always like, oh, I'm so pleased to see him playing again. Yeah, yeah. He's obviously went through quite an emotional time. With he sh- I mean, he shouldn't really of course, be Jonas did as well, part but. of our back line as our you know, first choice defender. <laughs> really mm. shitty. Goodness uh, me. Uh, Sunderland could have had more as well. I think that's fair, isn't it? They certainly had the better of it. That Defoe goal was an absolute beauty. What a, a weekend yeah. it was for goals. Oh, it was, yeah. Well, I, well, I was thinking about this yesterday, thinking it might have. It's definitely the best weekend for goals in the Premier League I can remember. Yeah. One of. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's so good that in the in the matches that we've 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 got here, we're not going to mention Gomez's goal for Swansea. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, we just that it there. Yeah. That was a that was a mega dink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the th- that hey. is the, the Swansea's third. I'm talking about the, acrobat- uh, the acrobatic. Oh, of one. course, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you see. So many, Jim. Well, so incredible. many. We've mentioned one wasn't, we're not even mentioning. The thing that was embarrassing for John Carver is I, I was driving um, back from uh, my parents' house ahead of the game mm. and I listened to, I got in just before the kickoff and I listened to John Carver on Five Live before the game. He's such a dick, doesn't yeah, he? Oh, they're never going to have less than 100% when I'm on the fucking That's what he said. Like, he, well, he well, I didn't it. see 1% on the field. <laughs> <laughs> mm. John, that is not many percent. John, I, think, I don't think you know what a percentage is. Is, man. <laughs> yeah. Who'd have yeah. thought that I think Dick Advocat would get the better of him? Advocat's <laughs> got a good CV. I'd love to have. Um, I'll oh, see lo- what you mean. I'd love to have um, <laughs> to have heard that, which I did. Watched the game, which I did. I'd love to have gone to John Carver afterwards and gone. Yeah, they didn't do any of that. <laughs> I mean, and that is the easiest stuff to get out of, out of a bunch of players, isn't it? Yeah. We'll say, oh, now we're just an old Geordie bench, you know, we've got to sh- shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Fat idiot. He's apparently getting sick of people saying, oh, you know, the players are switched off, they're, they're, you know, they're on the beach. Turn them back on. Just tell them to play some football, John. What you're saying is, John, you can't get the best out of these players. But like, <laughs> that is a damning indictment of your skill like, set. You know, my, my Twitter timeline, oh, God. I mean, it's been something the last couple of days, this but like... Entire season, Ross, have been like a personal hell for you every time you've gone onto Twitter. But even when you don't mean to, but, but suddenly you do it, like everyone with an iPhone does. But it's more like just like they're going, oh, oh, don't, 
floating out doing what Luke does. Don't know. And it's like we've not Hang actually replaced. We've not actually replaced our manager with anyone. We've re- we've just we just don't have a manager anymore. And we've got the guy, the Greg's pasty, that's second in command. There's nothing else. <laughs> there's nothing to running the club. There's nothing happening. Pete, do you like you it? Saying, it's, like, it's like this season has been like a fucking Morrissey song, but without the uplifting bits. Every match, a ninety-minute Morrissey song. <laughs> And I, and I like Morrissey. Are you trying to say that you regret the leaving of Alan Pardew? No. Okay. No. Pete, do you like He's it He's found when, his level. Pete, do you like it when... Beating Manchester City. Pete, do you like it then when that happens and then, um, and then people tweet you going, ha, 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 the reason why we've got a five-strong um, record uh, losing against Sunderland... That's a funny way of saying you lost five games in a row. We've lost five games in a row against Sunderland and four of them were Alan Pardew. So it's not like I'm going, you know, waving like a little white serviette, a little white handkerchief. Anything. Oh, I'm still though. <laughs> Pete Donaldson, and ah, ah, Pardiola. I don't know. We see him go. She's not very well. So, <laughs> who are you talking about? I missed that. Johnny Mitchell. Oh, she no. She's on the on the road to recovery. I think. Good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Like our season. Yeah. And yeah. I think well. I, I think out of tribute to her and and and, and the contribution she's made to music yeah. in, in general, I would love to take this opportunity to say, Don't you know we see to go? But you don't know what you got till it's gone. Is this, mm. is this the Johnny Mitchell tribute? To, uh, yeah. Tribute to Shaw. Yeah, yeah, why not? Maybe, Good. maybe that's what. Uh, maybe that's part of the um, part of the universe telling you, Pete, that you've been wrong and you've. Uh, How have I been uh, wrong? Well, John Carver. There we Much go. Better get the original, isn't there? Much yeah. better get the original. Oi, we're still doing the ramble. You haven't Don't started mind. your radio show. I just tip the mics. Yeah. Don't drown it out. Sorry, carry on. Right. Yeah. What? You back in? No. Pete Donaldson bouncing back. What game we covering next, Marcus? Sunderland we're still talking about, okay, right. because we need to give them credit. They played they very excellent. well. They need the points. They yeah, didn't yeah, need yeah. to be excellent, but they were excellent. Yeah. But Do you th- think old uh, the big dick can get them out of the relegation? Great scarf. Great scarf well, game. Yeah. Mm. I think, certainly. I mean, this is the sort of thing they, they can use as a springboard, isn't it? Which they definitely definitely need. But it, it was amazing how emotional Jermaine Defoe was yeah. after the game. He, he, he looked like he'd been there all his life. Keepers never patted me on the back at half-time before. Yeah. That, was, that was annoying, wasn't it, the, the stick Tim Krull got for that? I don't think it's that I think not, You don't really want to see that, do you? No, I don't think I do want to see that either. I, I think people do go over the top about it, Jim, and your point is taken, as in the people just take that sort of thing and run with it. But, I mean, a lot of a lot of football people have said in the past they don't like to see, or they never liked to see when they were playing, um, people laughing, joking in the tunnel. Yeah, that. because... because I guess it shows what, a lack of concentration, doesn't it? It does show, show a lack of concentration. And while, again, I do think it is overstated... I think the fans sort of deserve a bit more than that. Yeah. I mean, if, if a fan, especially in, in a time where Derby, where the fans have have, have uh, looked forward to it all week, and, and, they, and they and they really don't, they really want their players to give it their all. And, and if Tim Krul does that in the context of them winning three 0 then fine, or three one, when Devo scores a great goal, fine. But the fact they didn't really show up makes it a little, probably sticks in the craw a bit. I, I don't think any Newcastle fans are really looking forward to that much. No, you know what I mean, though. If he mm. says if he does that after the game, the game has finished. You can't change it. Just, at just all. do it further down the tunnel where we can't see it. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. that as well. Go around his house later. Give, give but, him a text. Or I think, something. I think yeah. you know, at half time, the, the goalkeeper's kind of conceding, going, "Yeah, that was good." Whereas actually, he should be annoyed that they. Well, if he if he had well. three of his defenders in a headlock, Wiley congratulated him. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Did he also yeah. dive very early, Tim Crawford? It's a really bizarre uh, goalkeeper. He was never dive. getting anywhere. Near I know, but it was still odd. It was really, it was a really bit of a token effort dive. <laughs> Despite all that, though, the, the reaction is still insane. Like every little thing mm. is leapt upon. Mm. But that's the way it is. That's though. football. He's lazy. Indeed, it? I suppose. Mm. Yeah, he's got to, got to deal with that and expect it. So, Pete, I, I don't know if you've seen, but um, Steve McLaren has been linked with the job in the summer. Even if Derby get promoted, would you be happy with that? 
Uh, well, it's, it's not it's, it's not as big as that, though, is it? It's the entire backroom staff. It's the entire uh, ownership Cash, of right? the club. It's 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 the money that's oh, not well, been I'd invested in the club. I'd imagine that they'll all be shipped out to like the I don't know the local Weatherspoons. Did <laughs> well, it didn't, it didn't happen the last two or three times. You know, it's just um, it, we we need to Would get rid of, to we need to get rid of the owner. We need, you need to get rid of um, the backroom staff. You need to get rid, rid of a lot of Pete. The trouble Pete. is the dead wood, but. Pete. Would you like to see um, Portsmouth Hall of Famer Steve Stone stay? <laughs> no, no, not really. No. no. Okay. The and trouble is, though, he, he, when you say you got to get rid of the owner, I mean he's the owner, though, isn't he? I was yeah. going to say that's the trouble. You yeah. can't suddenly get rid of the owner. But like, the, but the, the only, but the only to get, you know, there's supposed to be this big kind of. I've decided uh, to fire myself. There's going to be this big Kickstarter <laughs> <laughs> to buy Newcastle for. Well, Pete. there's always this kind of like talking, it's kind of like uh, things that, that Newcastle fans sort of say, "Oh, we're going to do this, I'm going to do that." You know, <laughs> there'll still be enough people. I don't think there'll be as, as many people going to the Spurs match because I think it's on telly which you know no, but there's, there's talk that there might be a bit of a, yeah, a, boycott. a, a, a boycott but those never ha- those never work mm. you know what I mean it's just but the trouble is if people this is a thing it's a huge sacrifice if people have already paid the money for the tickets yeah know. yeah there is that you said you shouldn't pillory really someone who goes. I, I don't think I don't believe in that. But I think if if you if you've just had enough, which I think a lot of people have, mm. and me as a, as a purely distant fan, it's just ugh. Mm. I certainly will not be going to the Spurs yeah, match because yeah, it, I'm working <laughs> in London. But Pete, you know, you, obviously you live in London, but it does affect you because you, you'll think twice about going to away games, which I know you go to quite a bit, and you yeah. won't go to the Chelsea game or the Spurs game, or whatever, because you're dis- disenfranchised by it, and so it does affect it really. I mean, the point about <clears throat> the season ticket is a fair one. But generally, I don't think fans... I mean, I don't intend to attack, to attack on, on fans because I'm a football fan myself, but fans aren't very good at thinking about the long term. They're not very good at ta- th- thinking about taking a short-term hit for the long-term gain of the mm. club. So so a fan will not or will rarely um, refuse to renew it their season ticket. And then once you've done that, you're in there, aren't you? you, yeah. you, you wait, you're basically stitching yourself up by not going. So I guess they've only got the option to... To, um, <clears throat> to to voice their frustration within the game itself and in the ground. And it, in but, the ground. But there needs to be. I think there needs to be a union, a unionisation of, of football fans. Really, and they need to put their colours to one side and all group together and say, do you know what? In the summer or whatever, we're not going to do this. We're not going to pay these prices. We're not going to put up with this. You saw Liverpool and Arsenal fans united, but um, they don't. But they are united, but they're not really doing anything effective. That's the problem. Okay. And the bigger clubs, it's harder because <clears throat> Liverpool, Arsenal, Man United, if they stop going. A lot of these fans would have taken a long time to get their season ticket. Yeah, if yeah, they stop yeah. going, people just take their place. So it's hard. Mm. I know it's hard, and I may be guilty of being a bit flippant about the subject in the past, but for the long-term good of the game, it, it does really need to happen because um, while I take the point that with this new Sky deal and stuff, uh, fans aren't as important financially to the club, they are still important. I mean, you're not really yeah. going to successfully market a, a league to the world at large with no fans in the stadium. They're the only ones who are there you, in the long term with the football club. But mm. Arsenal make a million pounds a game from... Um, from the Emirates, and that's the ticket prices and also merchandise and food. Yeah, but, the Premier, the ground, but the Premier so. League games are worth £10 million. Oh, I know, they're huge, but a, a million pounds a game? That's, yeah. st- that's still a huge, huge amount of money coming in, so they still I, I agree. take it seriously. I, I, I absolutely support it, and I, I, I think more of the wider conversation, they wouldn't be able to successfully export it to so many different territories if people were watching games in empty mm. stadiums. On the just, there's a lot of just exhausted football fans, financially and mentally, yeah. uh, around absolutely. in all the leagues, up and down the leagues. Mm. You know, and, and, and Newcastle's play isn't in any way... Comparable to um, you know t- teams that well teams that are going out of business left right and centre yeah. you know but you know we're a financially solvent club and you know we're, we're twenty million pounds in the in the in the in the black and stuff like that I just it's just leaves a really sour taste in everyone's mouth I think and yeah. for a city that's so focused on one thing mm. it's just that's exactly that's why it's more but, but hard, then, harder for them but yeah. then as well it's it's you know I I do take the point of fans st- staying away from the game and all but then the fans think no I'm not going to let that guy or those that that group of people 
keep me from something I love. And actually, yeah. I'm going to go along and support the team because I love the team. And I'll and I'll voice my uh, yeah, but it's a short term hit for a long term game. Sure. So I don't know. And it, all but fans but don't that, buy any food at the ground or something. You know, little things like that. You don't watch do. it on Sky. <laughs> you know, don't oh, yeah. watch the match on Sky. But you know, you've always got the other team to to, mm. to take in. And it's not, I, I don't think. Uh, to, just to, to back it up a bit, I don't think at any point this is any of the fans' fault. Of course no, not. but it, I'm, I'm just saying that. But as with everything, the, the hierarchy messes up, and the people are the ones who suffer. Mm. And they're, they're we all like to live in a world out. where each football club is like a community-run you know, collective or charity, mm. where it's the focal point of the community, and everyone feels a part of it. And and, and that would be ideal. I and mean, of mm. course, there's a bit of a way to go with Portsmouth, but that's sort of halfway how they sort of try and run things down there, how they try and do it. Mm-hmm. And of course, you've got clubs in the top flight like Swansea, mm. who tend to be a bit, a bit better run on the whole. Um, but I mean. It's, it's almost like the genie's out the bottle now. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. There's not much you can do. What's what's horrible to see as well is that in in a lot of communities and even in big cities, you know, someone's football team that is that is something that you pass down to your kids and that they pass down. And you, you know, you you may have almost inherited your support from like your granddad. And if you're a f- supporter of the team and, and you actually go to the ground, like w- with the rising expense, you can't. There's no guarantee that the club can stay in your future in such a hands-on way, mm. and uh, like unless you like train your kids to be investment bankers from the age of like <laughs> yeah. three, so they can definitely afford the tickets in future. Mm. And it's a shame. Indeed, well, back in the in the Premier League, uh, Crystal Palace beat Manchester <laughs> City two one. Well. Better news: Pards rides again. You know, mm. uh, yeah. But I, I, I've always said I'd, I'd, I've liked um, Crystal Palace. I hate. I don't like Alan Pardew. I don't think he's a particularly um, efficient and, and man, uh, manager. And you know. He is a bit of an escape escape artist when it comes to stuff like that. So I think he, he'll do well, but he won't get any further than mid table with Crystal Palace next this, season. I think this is the, the, the conversation about this is that certain managers fit at certain clubs. Yeah, and you, mm. you know it's fine to say this guy was okay for us. Oh, I didn't particularly like this and that that he did, but obviously he's a, clearly a very good fit at Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. Now I agree with Pete. There, there are limits to their, what they can achieve in terms of their ambitions. Of course there are. Um, but they've got a really good set of fans down there. I mean, the atmosphere mm. is always absolutely pumping itself as mm. part. And um, you just knew, and I, I'm not being wise after the event here, I'm sure everyone in the room feels the same, you just knew this would be a real tough ask for Man City in the form they've been in. Yeah. And, and, and ordinarily you'd think, well, Palace are safe now. But no, the thing that the thing that you have when you have a manager who cares about the club has got a link to it, and a real, almost like a loud, noisy set of fans who are really pleased to be in the Premier League is, they see that Man City game as a free hit. They think, well, yeah. there's no pressure on us. Mm, if we yeah. go out there and get the first goal, this is fucking great. And, and that's what happened. And Man City were, an, I don't want to get on anyone's back unnecessarily, but Man City were an absolute disgrace <laughs> they in that were. game. They, they did, do you know what I saw when I saw them play? Um, and um, Gary Neville and Jeremy Carrier covered this quite nicely last night, but to make a slightly different point to them, I saw a team there who were very, very happy to do the easy things right. As in, like, get the ball, off a team who haven't got as good individuals as they have, get to about the eighteen yard box and mm. get to like the final third, and and really not try the extra, go the extra mile, not try and be inventive, not try and work really hard to force an opening. Of course, they're a bit unlucky that Gary hit the post and one or two other things mm. happened. They could have had a penalty. They had like seventy percent yeah, possession had, but, first half, but the easy possession, yeah, yeah, the easiest thing they could have done. Because I think half of them think, well, if we go back to this game and we, we've lost this narrowly and, and we've had seventy percent possession, we yeah. can just say, oh, it's one of those things. Well, it's not good enough. Mm. It's not good enough at all. And and one thing that Gary Neville said. Um, which is really interesting at the weekend, is he said that <coughs> they play this, they sometimes like to play this 4-4-2 formation, right? 
and it doesn't work. And the reason it doesn't work for them is consistently, so they don't work hard enough. If they yeah. worked mm. as hard as Burnley, they'd be flying. Mm. And, that's, and, that's, and what a damning indictment of a bunch of players that is. They don't but, work but hard I, enough. I, I, watched, no I watched this match, and it, was, it had echoes of how Newcastle approached that match. They were just, they, 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 you're right, they did the easy things uh, uh, quite well. But when it, came to, it, when it came to the crunch, they were just sort of like, well, someone else is going to score a goal. Someone yeah. else on the yeah. team is going to do and it. No one's responsibility. Yeah. 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 Isn't it interesting? It, when they play like that, and we've seen them play like that way too often this season, it makes them... It makes them look like indifferent mercenaries. You know, it's the, the cliched, obvious thing to say that you know players going to a money club like that are money grabbing. But that, that's exactly the sort of performance you would expect from players doing that. And, and can City honestly say that they've? At any point, really, during the season, put up a fight to retain their title. No. They've, they've never, they've never looked like they've even really been up for it. It's they, interesting. They, they were level on points with Chelsea a, few, a number, of, maybe a couple of months ago, a number of, and they were level on goals and everything as well. But that's just when the the bet that the title winning teams really take that challenge yeah. on and go right, well, let's go for it then. And City just felt they've just absolutely. fallen away. Yeah, it's it's telling that Lampard is the most used sub in the Premier League. Yeah, absolutely. And he's almost been used as a oh Frank, can you help Hold us out? Dice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. many times, but the scene was set. For for him to come on and do something, yeah. I yeah. mean, because it was just there was just no direction, no kind of. This is also a team. Rattling. This is also a team that's coming to the end of its cycle now. Mm. This is an old team, it's the oldest team in the league. So it's coming to the end of its cycle without having actually won anything consistently. Mm. And so, they, they, I mean, I know they've made a lot of investments in their academy and the local area, and, and I think long term they'll they'll start to bring players through. I do believe that. Um, they're faced with a massive job in the summer. They are. They, I mean, they, they've done nothing in the Champions League. They've got a manager who's going to go. That's for sure. Um, if they get, if they get, I mean, he's been linked with Ancelotti, haven't they? If, if they get Ancelotti, in, I think it'd be a great appointment. He's got a massive job on his hands. Yeah. Well, let well, me go on. Jim. I was just going to make the final point. It's very similar, actually, to when um, when Guardiola came in at Barcelona. They had mm-hmm. all these players, they had all these, they were doing some stuff, but they weren't doing anything really massively consistently. And then Guardiola had to come in and clean the whole mm. attitude out and start from scratch again, didn't he? Almost. And that's mm. pricey. That. that is a price massively because you're not yeah. going to get the with money. With financial fair play as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they've got a lot of players to sell at least, but people know that they're, they're going, so they probably they're probably going to lose money there. But what I started to say was that part of the wider problem City have is they're trying to establish themselves as a major club. But if you look at these levels of performance, you look at you know the levels of performance of the, the team in general in the Champions League. There's no prestige in playing for City. You get Wilfred Bonny saying he wanted to play for them since he was ten or some <laughs> other nonsense like that. But they, they're not at that level yet, and stuff like this just means that's further and further away, and it just makes it harder for everyone at the club. Yeah, they're, they're transition from kind of average Premier League side or whatever to bang well, right up even, there even was very short. Well, because even it, look at Chelsea, they, they've established the themselves so firmly. But Chelsea so well. moved up quickly, but they they did it at a you know in in uh, modern relative terms with clubs suddenly getting a lot of money. They did it slightly more organically, if you know what yeah. I mean by well, that. Yeah, I, I but, think I think that's fair. But they're also further along in their in their sort were. of cycle. But, but the they thing, were already in the Champions League, weren't they? When Abramovich took over, yeah, no, no, that's the, a big difference. That's exactly the point I'm making, yeah. though. Right. Yeah, and and with the Barcelona analogy, <clears> I mean, you've got of course the, the Barcelona won the Champions League in 2006, didn't they? The, with Rijkaard. But, they won it with Rijkaard. Yeah, yeah, but to to get that consistent top level best club team in the world um, accolade, which let's face it is what Man City's ambition is, mm. Mm. Um, they had to clean the whole thing out and almost start again with a completely new mentality. And you think that okay, City have got a couple of league titles on their belt and, and an FA Cup, whatever it is, but mm. they've never really 
reach the, the, the top, top level. Mm. And to do that is going to be a big job in the summer. And I don't even know if you could do it in one summer. No, no. of course not. I mean, it, it is still early days in terms of the legacy they're trying to build, but it's, it's certainly not working but, yet. But Palace, who are a mid-table side, they're a decent enough team. Oh. You know, they absolutely outplayed City in terms of work ethic and, and battling. And they, didn't, they didn't outplay them in terms of uh, possession and stuff, or, or maybe even chances, probably not. But the, the attitude, which is so much mm. better and so much more consistent, and they, each player knew, its, knew their job and they worked hard for each other and all this other stuff. And, and City just crumbled. They, just, they yeah. had no answer for it. Good to see Glenn Murray scoring again. Five yeah. in five. Yeah, I mean, after <laughs> that horrible injury, of course, you, you wondered whether he would be able to have a little bit of a run in the Premier League. But if you look at where he's played over his career, very humble beginnings in, in football terms, you know. So it's it's fantastic for a guy who's now 31, I think, Brilliant. To, to be playing the best football, well, he, or, or certainly the best level of his career. He scored the goals to get him into that division. Yes. Yeah. And, and when and when he had that injury, it was so di- so disappointing for him. And for, and for him, I was looking forward yeah, to seeing him playing. Yeah. I love it when a player comes up for the divisions um, and so he's earned his right and now he's taken his chances a real late bloomer I think he might be a really annoying player to play against yeah, yeah. oh no he's he's, uh, he's 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 the right side of dirty isn't he <laughs> sometimes the wrong side as typified by his red card but the, the goal the first goal they scored was one of those it was like two or three really marginal offside decisions wasn't it yeah. in a row mm. but and his and reactions were great yeah, they, they, absolutely and that's what a striker's got to do but um the thing that really annoyed me which sort of plays into what I was talking about in terms of City's attitude was that they were just using that as such an excuse mm. oh offside offside of course. Just, just get on with it yeah. you've yeah. got you've got you've got a player don't turn in... up you yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah exactly you've got a player in company who's not anywhere near the performance level we're used to seeing from him mm. and, and he shouldn't be making excuses about things like that he should be really sort of galvanising these players and trying to get them to perform at a higher level because they shouldn't have any trouble beating Crystal well, Palace. To come to the end of this um, chat about Palace and Man City, you talked about Man City and Pellegrini obviously under fire, looking like he may leave at the end of the season. Uh, and who would replace him? Ancelotti, perhaps, would be would be one name. But Alan Pardew said this, I look at the top teams and I feel like I could do that job better than I'm seeing done at the moment. Wow. I mean, I, I, Jim, talk, isn't it? is it out of the question? You think it may be a go to the Newcastle? Well, Mahara, they pulled me back in. How's about that, eh? That, so, that's big talk from Padre, isn't it? But mm, he's never he been shy over, about he's kind, he's kind of earned it in the last couple of months, well, he, to be fair. And he took over Palace when they were in the bottom three. They're now 13 points above the relegation zone. They've won seven in, in, in 11 since he's taken over. I think, he, I think he's got his eye on, as I said before, and you guys laughed at me. I'm England. Saying, I'm saying, I think I, he's no, got, of course he has. I mean, he's got to have, hasn't no, he? We never but laughed at you. He's always been ambitious. I mean, But Pete made a good point earlier uh, that was lost, uh, lost within all the crowing at him, uh, <laughs> which is that he, he does tend to start well and put out fires very well and then it peters out and it stagnates and it just becomes you know like it became at Newcastle people so. forget the back end of last season they they couldn't buy a win yeah I remember Newcastle. that yeah. They, you yeah. know, and the start of this one as well yeah we should we should basically give him credit for what he's done and, and say that we'll wait and see what happens next season yeah. because next season will, well, I mean, what, mm, what, what, the, what are their ambitions going to be are they going to be like a Stoke or a Swansea mm. want to get into top 10 maybe look at a cup mm. he's going to have to deliver that yeah. um, because otherwise they're going to stagnate as well yeah. and um, it'll be interesting to see what happens but, well, but Crystal Palace being a fought Kind of um, Premier League concern, I think, would be you know something. Yeah, I think, yeah, sure. I think they've not most, achieved that consistently, Palace, have they? Most Palace fans would take that. Yeah, very much so. It, well, we thought that with with West Brom, but they got beat four one. That was home to Cuba. Very strange. I'm glad I'm not a betting man because I was. <laughs> yeah, that would have been because that was our commentary match on Absolute Radio, and I was every time I did a promo for it, I was going, you know, this is an away win. Are you going to yeah. see goals? Uh, sorry, an away loss, and you're going to see goals. Goodness me, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't believe they were. Bobby's a moron. No, what a beautiful finish. Back the years. Could we get him on the plane? Do you think? Fantastic. <laughs> what plane? Yeah, <laughs> what plane? His own one. We'll probably get the Eurostar. <laughs> well, get him that on that works in France. Yeah. 2016. Um, he, he, um, 
he scored an absolutely sublime goal. And it's <laughs> one of those things where you just think, yeah, he's still got it. Even though he's only really got it for 60 minutes once a fortnight, <laughs> yeah. he's still got it. <laughs> it when a great. big man like that leans back, yeah. He, yeah. He, he loves the goal. Yeah. But to be fair to, to QPR, they started with Vargas, Austin and Zamora. Well, yeah. Vargas is going to be ruled out now, isn't he? That's such a shame because he just hit form. He he scored a, I think he scored a goal like five minutes before he that. Did. Yeah. Yeah. He did, yeah. I mean, he's one of those players who they really needed to step up and just if he'd started to do that, out he goes. Mm. I thought Joe Barton was very good. He uh, got elbowed mm. by Malumbu. Yeah, it was nasty, that. Was yeah. that a sending off? I think so. You can see yeah. how it was given. Yeah, I can see what I was given. I wouldn't have any complaints. I don't know if it was a real sort of nasty intent. I just think he's trying to use leverage, and he didn't sort of go out of his way to, to have concern for the other players, yeah. so. But um, I can see why he got the red. But but um, Barton was, was good, and, and, and QPR were... I mean, they they weren't that bad. I can't really remember too much about the game, but the week before, they weren't that bad. I remember thinking they were a bit unlucky. And I don't think this was really a 4-1 game, but of course, when West Brom had a player sent off and then they started to push because they wanted to get something, mm. QPR were able to capitalise. But, but, I mean, it really makes it interesting down the bottom now because, I mean, given mm. that QPR and Leicester both got a win, yeah. that, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with QPR and Villa tonight. I mean, if QPR win that tonight, mm. while we're recording at the moment, mm. while it's being played... That'll be a really interesting set of fixtures. They've uh, got set a results. tricky set of fixtures, QPR. Chelsea at home, West Ham at home, Liverpool away, Man City yeah. away. Well, they need, they need to win, t- they need to win tonight. They, yeah. do. they really do, because it, you know, you've got that one Leicester away on the last day. But that but might be too late. It could be all yeah, over. I mm. think for both of those teams mm. in particular, it could be the three promoted sides going down. Yeah. But so we like, Sunderland have pulled away now, so it's kind I of th- like. I think, um, I think, but you can, I mean, it's only one win, you can get mm. pulled back. I think Hull have got a chance of being pulled back here. They've got quite a difficult They uh, do. It's a good win for Leicester, though. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A vital win for They them. almost mucked it up. No, didn't <laughs> they just? Yeah. Uh, when Andy King scored the winner, um, Nigel Pearson, like kicked the air as as he shot yeah like just actually kicking along with his mm. players that's brilliant like when a manager jumps up and headers her yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leicester still need to play West Brom Burnley Sunderland QPR so yeah you know there's, there's, there's a few momentum. points in there perhaps 
But, it's uh, there for the taking. But you, yeah, but you do slightly worry about them. Cambiasso, uh, I f- you forget he's there, don't you? Yeah. And then he scores the old goal. The great guy. I was disappointed, obviously, to see Nuge miss a pen. Yes. Yeah. It's a terrible pen as well. Mm. Come the end of the season, it could be the difference. <laughs> well, luckily they got the three points. I thought, <laughs> when, when, they, when they missed that, and then West Ham eat cars, I thought, they're going to lose this game. Yep. They've gone to lose this. Yep. But it's, it's been a great um, period of uh, time to be a West Ham fan. They just pull yeah, off, just... off the face of the earth, haven't they? <laughs> My yeah. goodness. Um, obviously, Aston Villa playing uh, QPR tonight, but they lost uh, against Manchester United 3-1 and Villa are right down there. I think they're only a couple of points again at the time of recording above the relegation zone, which is which is quite bad. Whereas Manchester United looking very strong. And you'd, you'd bet on Arsenal and Manchester United to, to finish above Manchester City. Yeah, the way they play at the moment. I mean, may not have been great. What about that Rooney goal? Oh, that was beautiful, wasn't it? He had so much to do before even larruping that into the net. Yeah. He did it all sublimely. He's, in a, he's having a really good season, actually, I think that Rooney. was Di Maria's 10th assist for that Yeah, for I that think goal. which is which the is joint a, top. Only Fabregas has more assists, I believe, right. in the And he started the season very strongly, Fabregas. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he, he could have added a lot more, but he, he obviously hasn't. Um, yeah, the Man, Man United result was a really interesting one because they now go into that game against City at the weekend, you know... Probably the favourites there. Yeah, you yeah, they they give them, you give them a good chance, and then they go to Stamford Bridge after that. Yeah. So that could be really interesting if they win both those <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, and also Chelsea and Arsenal have to play. So, mm. lots going on. Yeah. Do you think if, the Premier if, League's been watching the Championship and gone, yeah. we want a bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I hope Chelsea, so, well, Chelsea aren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only ones. If Chelsea lose every single one of those games, and Arsenal win every game, mm. and Chelsea drops drop points elsewhere Arsenal mm. could win the league and Arsenal that is c- absolutely not going to happen <laughs> Arsenal it- could lose the uh, league on goal difference yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just slightly lose proving that Cesc Fabregas was exactly the difference I don't know who Arsenal have got on the last of the season but I'd very much like them to get themselves in pole position to win the league and then limp to a, like a, a rudimentary 2-1 defeat at Hunter Leicester <laughs> yeah. on the final day who have already been relegated yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be nice <laughs> it's the hope that kills you mm. Jim uh, the Gunners though they, they had an impressive win against Liverpool yeah. for so we've finally um, started to put a, a run of games together where you know we're not just winning but winning impressively won 10 of the um, last 11 league games Jim yeah no, it's, it's, it's great um, gave it's, Liverpool the old 1-2-3 before half time didn't they absolutely St- started very well then sort of um, kind of Wavered a little bit. Raheem Sterling had a had very nearly had a chance. He probably should have put away. Well, he's probably um, thinking about money, wasn't yeah, he? Probably just money or moving to probably Arsenal. Probably just yeah. kicking in money in the net. If mm. they painted that ball like so, it had like a load of twenty pound notes on it. <laughs> I reckon he might have scored. Yeah, yeah. Or he just probably picked it up and tried to yeah. like, put it on that under his shirt. Why does why does Raheem Sterling hate us as football fans? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't Markovic shoot? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, a better question. question. Yeah. But yeah, after then, Arsenal woke up. They were just blistering. It's the best I've seen them this but season. Liverpool's defence were hilarious. Yeah, they saw their own. They for certainly it. played their part. Yeah, I would completely agree. One with that. keeper was very busy, and the other one was not as busy. I know. Well, Liverpool. <laughs> I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was a passage of play in the first half where um, Sarko gave the ball to an Arsenal forward player like four times in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what, what are you doing? It just they've looked really good. They've looked good with him in the team. Yeah, that's what's happened. He's Arsenal just pressed them. Yeah, they were, like, they were very really high. Sometimes a, t- a top team c- like falls afoul of that, and I'm amazed that that it's that it's such a simple and yet such an effective thing to just press the big teams. They get used to that not happening because maybe the you know the fitness levels of teams they're playing or the, or the you know the stamina aren't levels aren't as high. And then then there you go. Did he play Chan at fullback or wing back? Or in the left of a three. It was an I odd think formation. Chan's probably still working there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he got himself sent off. Yeah, so I, can't had, do, I can't deal with this, this anymore. Is <laughs> I'm yeah. supposed to be in two places at one. Well, I can't, I can't <laughs> so remember. I'm going to be in none. But he was certainly on over to one side, whereas he's played in the centre of a three before. And had he have maybe changed that 
then they would have had a bit more assurance at the back, and he could have played it out from the back because Arsenal were hurrying them, and they and they exactly. I, th- I think with the pre- I think with the pressing thing, it's an interesting sort of conversational point because when when you get pressed like that, I imagine, and you're all of a sudden conceding goals, yeah, it, it, the pressure Away. just must be immense, absolutely immense, and, and 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 all of a sudden you're a couple goals behind against a good team, and mm. you've got nothing, you've got no room to breathe or think or anything, and, and it just forces mistakes, and, and the pressure builds up and builds up, yeah. and builds up, and it causes what happened mm. to Liverpool to happen. Arsenal showed their quality. Um, because the goals were all, all excellent, all, all four of them were, were superb. But Özil was um, was practicing that exact free kick on the pitch before the game, right? And <laughs> just apparently just so scored it every time. But Mignolet's got to be doing better there, there surely. I mean, the, the people have He's said the same about the, the Sanchez. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't film with conference me. Sometimes he goes through periods of play or periods of games where he looks like a middling sort of passable Premier League goalkeeper and mm. then uh, all of a sudden they'll fall to pieces and, and, and he'll look like nowhere near good enough it's weird he, I don't think he, he commands he really shone at Sunderland though it's funny isn't it different sometimes style, players it's a different can't style. make that step up yeah. it's a different style of goalkeeper yeah it is um, so you, you look at, you, that's a good point because if you look at someone like Courtois I've had people say to me that Courtois is as good as Neuer because the only, the only difference being that he doesn't get to play that that sweeper role because mm. Chelsea don't play a high line because they haven't got pacey defenders. So the fact that Neuer gets to play that sweeper role and look really good all the time mm. is because Bayern Munich play like a high line. Yeah. Chelsea don't do that, so Courtois has not got a chance to do that. But I've heard people who know loads more about goalkeeping than me say he could do that as well. He's as good as Neuer. He just the way Chelsea play doesn't isn't as good. It. Mm. And it's worth mentioning with the Minilay thing because the Minilay uh, role at Sunderland is very much a firefighter, just save as many yeah. shots as you can type role and come for crosses when you can. There's no real pressure on. No, him. I, I exactly. guess he's you know he's forgiven for considering leading a lot more than he is at, at Liverpool. But mm. Sanchez's goal was superb. I've, I've seen people say that um, he should have done better on that. And it, that was, you, you could almost hear his boot go, fuck off! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the goals were really good, I agree. Um, uh, <laughs> moving on, though, uh, around London, the, um, you say Courtois is an excellent keeper, which he is. Yeah. Didn't I stop can, a 65 yarder though, did he? I can see that this is probably not the best week to be mentioned how good Courtois is. He conceded as well. And the mistake he made against Hull as well, of course. But, but that goal from Charlie Adams. The technique on that. Sensational. Absolutely <laughs> superb. Uh, that's the furthest out ever, isn't it? Yeah, in the Premier League, I think, yeah. Is no, it, really? Yeah, no, seriously, uh, I think it's the furthest out ever. No, the there was League. a goalkeeper who scored one. Uh, who was it, Paul uh, Robinson? Yeah, yeah, that was oh, there, oh, without been, touching the floor, maybe. Been, I think it's without touching the floor, yeah. There's been, there's been goals scored by goalkeepers, of course. Mm, yeah. But I, I think that was the furthest an outfield player scored, I think. Okay. I, think. I just, I thought, I thought it was there in the uh, match of the day poll when they had what was the best... Long, very long ranger yeah. that's been in the league. I probably would have that one. Yeah, I think the swerve on it and the, the clear intention in that swerve it's is just what different. Sets cl- it apart. Against a keeper that, that good caliber. as well, who wasn't that far off. His sometimes, line. sometimes those sort of goals, like the Rooney one against West Ham. Yeah, uh, and I was argue potentially the Beckham one against Wimbledon. The goalkeepers were a bit to blame. Like Adrian, it was Adrian in goal against yeah. Rooney. He yeah. just turned himself in. And again, the Chabi Alonso one as well. Uh, was it? Oh, Stevie um, Harper. Harper yeah. Yeah, 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 Do you exactly. think when when a player tries a shot like that, just like a highlight reel of all of these goals, like plays yeah, in their heads, it. and they go, yeah. "Don't do this, don't do this." I've tripped over my feet. <laughs> yeah. I can hear Danny <laughs> Baker in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> ja- Jamie Carragher was fuming on Monday Night Football. He was saying that Charlie Adam tried that like a hundred times a season at Liverpool, and they showed a few videos where a few VT where um, Adam's trying that for Liverpool and Carragher mm. is just fuming mm. <laughs> Alonso did it quite a bit as well I think yeah. he might have done he I got a couple got of two of those yeah. Yeah. why does everyone hate Charlie Adam like his, his fellow professional just hate they all hate him for some I, reason I think, they call him shit I think that when he um, hit that ball for that goal against Chelsea I think he um, he was just imagining Gareth Bale's shin and like, smash <laughs> it as hard as he can <laughs> oh dear oh dear let's go to the championship shall we mm. 
gents. Uh, Watford beat Middlesbrough 2-0. Troy Deeney became the first Watford yeah. player to score 20 goals God. in three successive Talking seasons. Talking about players you'd like to see in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. Troy De- he's only 26, Troy Deeney. It's a great, it was a great game. It's one of those games that you start watching and you think, oh, there's a lot riding on this and this is fantastic to watch. Watford have come from, no- well, not nowhere, but they've... Uh, they score goals, don't they? They just score goals. Yeah, but we've been talking about Middlesbrough and Bournemouth and even Derby as well have fallen away. At the top and, and, and Norwich and Ipswich as well, but Watford have been have been there and yeah. they they were top for a short while. They've had a thousand managers this season. That's as well. right. At the time that that goal is so frustrating for for Middlesbrough fans because Middlesbrough are on, probably in the ascendancy and they were the better side at that point. And then who who pops up and makes a mistake? Jonathan Woodgate, mm, the most yeah, experienced mm. defender they've got. Let it gets caught under the ball. Deeney obviously tucks it away really nicely. That's a great first touch and doesn't lose his composure. But from that point on, it's really difficult for Middlesbrough away from home. And, and of course. Watford, like, I mean, the way the championship was at that point, Watford basically went top yeah. from, like, being fourth. But that's the crazy thing with the championship now, isn't it? For all of those teams, because there are so many teams pushing really hard on very, very similar numbers of points, all of them have to have the objective of winning every single yeah. game. They can't yeah. slip up because you will definitely be punished. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and it happened in the... Um in the when the Bournemouth Birmingham game as well. Bournemouth went two goals down, mm. and I defy anyone, not even just Bournemouth fans, to think, "Well, oh my God, they're wobbling here." That yeah. is, a, I mean, if they lose that home to Birmingham at this stage of the season, that yeah. is a disaster. That, that second goal was a really, really poor bit of play as yeah. well. They had, their heads had gone; they just had mm. the firepower to get it back. Forrest came uh, back very late as well, didn't they? They did. They uh, on, they, they, um, they drew two all in the end, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, no, they, they, they went yeah. two up though, didn't they? Yeah, no, they were two 0 down. No, it's Brentford. It was Brentford that came back. Yeah, the championship game of the weekend. That's though. what it does to you, Pete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really, I really want to see Brentford get up because I don't know if you're familiar with their logo, but it looks like a piece of '90s clip art. It is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably yeah, get a new one, mate, for their Premier League uh, debut. Yeah. Um, the the game, with the, the championship game of the weekend was Wolves versus Leeds, though. Mm. I mean, Wolves almost. Wolves almost completely they essentially gave away three goals still one four three <laughs> the first goal they gave away was absolutely amazing the defender got the ball in the left back position he sort of turned about four times because he was being pressed didn't really know what to do so ham- tried to hammer the ball out which hit his other defender in the back of the head and the least struggles nipped in the scores and it was like how has that even happened? <laughs> How has that even happened? But they obviously managed to scrape through. But it was a really, really good weekend in the championship. It really was. And, and, and that one with Bournemouth coming back against Birmingham, like you say, if you, if you drop points in, in that game, it, the heads go right down. But suddenly, all the way back up, and you think well, you've got five games to go, and got they an are winnable running. matches yeah. for Bournemouth. They have got an easy run in. That's going to be the difference, I think. Mm. Yeah. But uh, it's about momentum at this stage of the season. Mm. Derby beat Wigan 2 0, and the, the Rams are still fighting for a top. To finish well, looking less like the six points behind. I mean, they looked like they would they would kick on from their disappointment last season. Two words about Derby: Chris Martin. Yeah, they lose guy games when he's not playing. Mm. And he was back for this game and they won. And it's no coincidence. He's their best player and he's really important. For I them. mean, they, they they play Norwich, I believe. Uh, That's a massive game. Yeah, they yeah. had a good win as well. well. They're doing such. I mean, Alex Nielsen such a great job there. It's incredible what he's done. Whereas Wigan have sacked Malky McKay. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's fair to say stock has fallen of late. Isn't I think it? it's fair to say he's a prick. Mm. <laughs> well, Managing he, in the Premier League last season, sacked by a 23-year-old this season. He's a willy. According to Keezy, <laughs> he's a good footballing man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah. good football man. Brilliant. From yeah. one bigot to another. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's going to yeah. sign you a death warrant. Isn't there it? we are. When you, when you, Let's be honest, the actor that plays Richard Keyes is a comedy genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have some respect. When you're, uh, when, you're da- when you're down in, the, in, a, in a bit of a trough, <laughs> a live trough, the last person you want supporting you is Richard Keyes. How much more damning can it get? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear dark forces <laughs> rallying behind you Rotherham beat uh... we're still waiting for that legal um, thing from Richard Keyes actually are mm. we funnily enough that hasn't come okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rotherham beat Brighton 1-0 and that result means Blackpool are relegated to League 1 which yeah. isn't surprising considering the horrific regime that they've got down yeah. there 
It's a um, disgrace. Uh, uh, We've said it before. Uh, yeah. Happy to say it again. Disgrace. Yeah. Mm. Was that the first? That's the first relegation, isn't it? In the yeah. in the championship. The AFL family too. Oh, right, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. It, it does look like um, Wigan could join them, which is sad. <laughs> yes, it does indeed, and and Millwall down there as well. But uh, Fulham aren't safe. No, I mean they, they've got a little bit of a cushion. I think seven points with you know five or six games to go. Yeah, but it's the championship. Well, Millwall pulled a result at the fire against Charlton. They did. Yeah, they and, and they needed that desperately. Yeah, really did. They haven't lost to Charlton for absolute. Yeah, it's a ridiculous record. Yeah. They haven't lost to Charlton. It's something like. It might be a 30 years or something. And Charlton are doing all right. And we yeah. all were terrible. Well, Fulham are playing Charlton either tonight or tomorrow. Oh, they okay. So that's a, that's a big one for them. Uh, let's go abroad to La Liga. Real Madrid, they're back on song, aren't they? Wow. 9-1. That was Absolutely. phenomenal. Did you I see love the... it. Granada got a goal. Did you see yeah. the marker headline? Like, they had a picture of Ronaldo and said Resurrection. I was like, he's, he's got a 30-odd goal this season <laughs> yeah. before that game. Easter. Yeah, I yeah. know, but I mean, it's not exactly a great player to use it on. No, it he's not really. like he's been so shit. Well, no, he had had a little period where he hadn't been scoring nine 31 goals. 31 goals going into that game he'd scored. Yeah, no, if but Ronaldinho in the league, was back in the Brazil squad, that. you know, that would be a resurrection. Exactly, yeah, exactly. He'd Absolutely. scored 47 in all competitions this season. Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, Doldrums. He'd, hadn't he just fallen behind Les, uh, Messi in the scoring charts? And obviously, he just. Messi's got 43 in all competitions. No, I mean, so, yeah, in the league. I think he. Um, I think with a. Well, he would have been because there there's your five goals, so he would have been on uh, forty-two. Yeah, but I think he. Um, yeah, he's he's way in front for the Pachigi now, which is pretty hilarious. But th- they didn't score to the twenty-fifth minute. I know. <laughs> also, one of the funny things about this game, is I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying Granada is second bottom in the league, and they're really obviously fighting to stay up. And they, they shall we say, they've earmarked some games. They think <laughs> they might get some points in. <laughs> so they, so they, rested, they rested eight players for the Real Madrid game. <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Not bothered about the head-to-heads. Yeah. Yeah, well, Ronaldo scored five glut. Yes, yeah, five glatt, goals, yeah. including an eight-minute uh, hat trick. Also, as well, somewhat unluckily for Ronaldo, um, he was he was so perfectly in position to put away the own goal. <laughs> had that missed the defender mm, had gone yeah. through to him, he'd have got a double hat trick. Yeah, he's uh, he's now level with Messi on La Liga hat tricks. Twenty-four, twenty-four it's, it's each. Such a quick hat trick. Like, if you're not looking at the man who just scored a goal. What are you looking at as a defender? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's done it again. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, they rested eight players, and so maybe yeah. some of them aren't even footballers. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think they staff. are. I don't think it was a lack of wanting to stop him scoring. <laughs> I, just, I just don't think they could. He's, he's, it was his 28th hat trick for Real Madrid, which equals Alfredo Di Stefano's record. And uh, he's also the only player in La Liga history to have scored 25 goals or more in six seasons. Well, that can't be stuff. true. Messi's done that. Are you sure? Yeah, Messi's done that. All right. Yeah. Shall we Google that? Not now. A list is to write in, but I'm pretty sure Messi's done that. He must have done. Yeah, that That's does make sense. in the article. Unless, unless Messi's article. only done five. Where'd you, where'd you read it? Not telling. Yeah, fuck him. Shoot magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Was <laughs> <laughs> uh, it Cristiano Ronaldo magazine? It was. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have said six seasons or 25 <laughs> goals if that was the case. Uh, but... I mean, but but that's it, though. We've, we've said this many times. You can be flippant with it. Yeah, he's uh, equal to Alfredo Stefano. You think about it in years to come when we look back. You know, when we used to do the you know, Dean Winters Hall of Fame and we used to look at these players and go, oh my goodness, he's scored 150 goals yeah, in 175 yeah. games. Yeah. These guys, it's yeah. just. Absolutely. But do, that wasn't it on space uh, gravity. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forget the on That's space where gravity. we're going to move soon. Yeah. Mm. Uh, right, Pete. Yeah. Uh, Celta Vigo, the they lost to yeah. Barcelona 1 0. Um, and uh, it was uh, a Matthew header decided that one. Mm. Sergio Alvarez kept Barcelona out of the new Camp, and he, he 
obviously you only conceded the one this time. You'd be pleased, though, if you kept out Messi, Suarez and Neymar for yeah. the second time. Well, but did, Neymar didn't did have a goal and... disallowed that looked onside. Yeah, it still doesn't count. I know June. it doesn't, <laughs> but, you know, I, <laughs> I, I think the, that's unfair. They're sending off the undoubted highlight of the game. Yeah. That's absolutely bizarre. Orellana sent off for uh, throwing a chunk of grass at Sergio Busquets. And he hit the deck like he'd been hit by a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I, d- I don't think I've ever seen um, that happen before. I wondered why I hadn't seen it happen more often. Mm. Like rubbing a bit of grass in their eyes. It'd be hard if, to... Yeah. When you know who, who Sergio Busquets is and what he does, why would you throw anything at him? Mm. Someone threw a um, golf you... ball at um, Jack Colback, I noticed. A golf ball? Yeah. Golf ball? Um, nasty. Yeah, nasty. A, a fan, I'm assuming. Yeah, I saw a couple Not of... Not a fan of Jack Colback. <laughs> yeah, a couple, yeah, of, yeah. Uh, couple of Man City fans were throwing stuff at, um, what's his name, Jason Punchin as well. Mm. Yeah, I saw he had to say something to the, to the linesman. Yeah, throwing things. Idiots. Idiots. You're a bloody dear. Uh, what about the Bundesliga, eh? Yeah, yeah. what about it? De in Germany. Germany. Yeah. Dortmund, they lost at home 1-0 to Bayern. Lewandowski obviously scored the goal, PT. Didn't celebrate, did he? We tried not he to. He didn't apologise. Make him. Did we didn't apologise. Don't fucking score Sorry. for Barney against Dortmund. No, don't no, no, no. Dortmund. Sorry. I, d- I don't mind that so much. It's when they apologise. Oh, he, did, he did the sort of oh, they want to get involved he? here. Well, don't score if you, do, if you care about that deep. Don't fucking score then. <laughs> don't play. Tell him you don't want to play. Is it more <laughs> just out of respect for the former fans? You, he himself has wanted to go into bigger and better things that he didn't think he could achieve at Dortmund, which you know any professional athlete is entitled to do but you don't want to rub it in their faces when they were what put you in the position you could be pleased to score a goal without rubbing it in someone's face no, I, I agree but I, I don't think Lewandowski really made that much of a show of not celebrating do you know what it thinks do you know what it says to me it says to me he's thinking oh these Dortmund fans obviously miss me you know so I don't want to offend them with my uh, patronising nonsense <laughs> Before, for, he hasn't, has, he, has he checked whether the Dortmund fans have moved on they might have moved on they might not give a fuck they might hate him now don't worry about it <laughs> so you want him to check with each individual before the game <laughs> bit you, needy isn't it if you still like me <laughs> If you're going to go and sign for Bayern Munich, right, when you play for Dortmund, that's what happens. On a free. Exactly. If you don't want to score, you don't care about them that much. You don't. You don't. If you cared about them, you'd stay there. I would much have... I would Marco have much Royce turned down Real Madrid to stay, stay at Dortmund. He wanted to be there, right? Yeah, but Marco Lewandowski Royce is Marco there. Royce. Lewandowski is Lewandowski, yeah, isn't fine. it? fine. Do your I job would, and score I and would, fucking celebrate. I would prefer him to be a pantomime villain. I'm just, just saying. Why are you so upset about Lewandowski, yeah. Luke? Oh. I'm just... just Staying sort of got me all hot under the collar. Unified with my, my Dortmund like brothers. women in love. Oh, someone, <laughs> someone's tired. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, good to see Thiago make a ten-minute sub appearance for Bayern. He's been out mm. since March 2014. Yeah, that's tough midfield to get into now, isn't it? Flipping it. Yeah, he's a good player though. He's a great player. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, I, I hope he can get back to the form we saw him yeah, so in we, at Barcelona. We look forward to that. Should we go off to Sweden? Yeah, why not? It was the opening round of fixtures in Sweden, and Henrik Larsson's Helsingborg were up against Kalmar. Um, As we all know. All of Larson's first-team goalkeepers, or should I say both of his first-team goalkeepers, were out injured. So he had to put in the 42-year-old kit man and former keeper Daniel Anderson. Nice. The big man kept a clean sheet. <laughs> nice. Hey, what I love about it, he finished nil-nil, but Anderson, after the match, he's obviously, he must be relieved a bit to get yeah. through that and think, yeah, right, it's nil-nil. Obviously, he's a former goalkeeper, so, you know, obviously, you know, he's a professional, but he's been the kit man for a few years. He's 42, so it's... Uh, it was a bit of a, a, an undesirable situation. I bet he's still feeling that now. Yeah. Well, after the match, he said, I'm a, I am a goalie and coach first and foremost, but now I've set the standard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how good Kalmar are, because I've never heard of them. No, but, I, I mean, couldn't breach a 42-year-old no. kit, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
When I first read it, though, I was really hoping that he, he'd never played. He was just, who fancies it? Pompey would never put their kit man and go, he is massive. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely massive. Kev the kit man. I thought to yeah. myself, you what have about... the guy with the bell before him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about Thomas Brolin? He was playing in goal last we heard. Yeah. How, he he, how, goal, could he be, he? how could he be registered, though? Like, well, like, that year, they, it it's must probably have been an a, emergency loan type vibe. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, but if you're going to emergency loan someone, you're not going to put your kit man in, are you? Yeah, that's maybe why they wavered it. Who are you putting in the kit man? Fine, brilliant. Sweden is a very, very liberal country, isn't it? You could probably just do what you want. That's you, true. You put the, the states, the states probably own him. You put, you so put, they, they you put him in the kit man. Can, can we televise it? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Can we build a wall? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, oh dear, we've got to go to Romania now. Uh, <laughs> Troubling news from from <laughs> Romania. For every human. Yes. Now this uh, is either going to be George Hardy related <laughs> or Gigi Bacardi or the other one. Yeah. Now you remember, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that uh, some of you long-time uh, listeners will remember Gigi Bacardi going to prison. I think about three years ago. I, th- I think it was the last uh, show that we did in two thousand and. Mm. Oh no, 2013. Right. Okay. I think it may have been. So so just about two years ago. And if you don't know Gigi Bacali, if you're fairly new to proceedings, he's a horrendous piece of work. He uh, was, I don't know if he still is, he was the storybook arrest owner. Uh, very, you know, would often come out with homophobic and uh, anti-Semitic, all the all the all the bad stuff, all the flavors. Yeah, exactly. All the obics <laughs> and the Neapolitan ice cream. Yeah, exactly. All the, all the obias and all the isms. He's he's full mm. of. Uh, he was jailed for corruption. I think, and he tried to leave the country and was found with a handgun trying to leave the country. So a very, very well, shady case. Shoot his way. Um, <laughs> let's let's just say that his Wikipedia page f- features the following sections: <laughs> views on homosexuality, views, <laughs> legal action for discrimination, yeah. xenophobia, anti-Semitism, violence, various. <laughs> Various. Various. Oh, what is it? Wow. My God. They're the worst things. But followed all, by conviction. Yeah. <laughs> all of that before various. Yeah. What's yeah. The, what left? Yeah, exactly. What is left? Um, well, anyway, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. He's been freed early from his three-year prison sentence. Bacali is now a it's citizen a of the behavior. world again. Back on the streets. Maybe wow. he shot his way out of prison. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, he plans to say sorry to all who he's upset in the past. Journalists, politicians. What, like, that, like that sort of, uh, what's it called, that L programme? What's yeah, my name, is, no, my name is my name is Gigi. Right. Yeah, someone make that immediately. He's yeah. gonna. That's gonna take a long time. <laughs> Journalists, politicians, judges, prosecutors. I mean, he's upset everybody. Mm. Really has done. I love the idea of him apologising to a judge. Bacali said, "You'll see me again in football, but I won't talk." Bollocks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he who bets Bacali will not change is wrong. All right. So, wow. but you said you're not a betting man. Well, actually, I think that's a fair one. I'm sure he'll be down the synagogue apologising right now. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> so, yes, uh, Bacali is back in our lives. Um, so we'll keep well, I am a betting man, and I <laughs> would bet that we'll hear from him again fairly soon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Next week, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, this is a much better news story. Let's go to Japan. Pete Donaldson's Japan. Pete Donaldson's adopted homeland. Yay. Um, Kazuyoshi Miura. Right. You know King Kazu. I don't know about him because he was, he was a um, mystery voice guy, I think. Yeah, I think he was, he was, yeah. He was, yeah. Uh, he was um, the oldest... Goal, well, he still is. He's extended his record as the oldest goal scorer in Japanese football. Goldest? Yes. The goldest. Like yeah. it. At the age of 48. In the week that uh, the oldest woman in the world died. Oh, 100, that 117, right? Japanese. Yeah. Wow. Oh, right. This guy is... The, this guy Just is... as I was leaving on a plane. <laughs> oh, Not um... involved. <laughs> <laughs> Not it's involved. A, um, what's Japanese for international arrest warrant? <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, this guy is the Bernard Hopkins of football. They are. Mm. The only person who's going to break that record is him. 
Well, it's in Japan, mm. so yes. You'd, you'd have thought so. Yeah. Uh, he scored a header uh, in the, the Yokohama's 3-2 loss in the, in the second division, and he said after the match, it was a good header. And it was, <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> uh, it was a good you header. You don't really get bad headers. <laughs> Unless apart from the fluky ones that come off the shoulder, which aren't really headers. Yeah, it was a lovely header. 48 years yeah. old. Good headers, bad Roman knees. Abramovich is 48 years old. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's amazing when mm. you think of it like that. So is Benjamin Netanyahu. So is <laughs> Les Ferdinand. Roberto Baggio? Is that old? Oh. I believe Les is uh, 48. Gary Lineker is 50, isn't he? I can imagine, sir, Listen, yeah. I'll tell you something now. I can imagine if you plonk Sir Les in the penalty area and someone puts a good cross on him, he'll be able to head it in. <laughs> <laughs> this those, guy doesn't look knees don't calcify. No, he, he looks pretty trim, like Ferdinand. <laughs> mm, big Les. Mm. Sir Les. Uh, let's go to Brazil then, before we go to Pete's Mr. Voice game. The head of the Brazilian FA, Marco Polo Del Nero, has won damages from Romario. It's an excellent name. Mm. Uh, Romario is, of course, a senator. Romario said that Del Nero should be jailed for a hundred years for being untrustworthy. I've praised that for you. Uh, that is quite a long sentence. I would, I would for love, general untrustworthiness. I would absolutely <laughs> love to know what Romario would sentence Gigi Bacali to. Yeah. Oh, goodness knows what. Uh, Romario has also stated that he'd like to become the mayor of Rio de Janeiro. It's, you know what? He's a very popular politician, isn't he? So it's not out of the question. If they're the first thing you do... It would change the name to Romario de Janeiro. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. Um, he was elected to the position of senator with the highest number of votes in the history of the state. Well, presumably he counted it, lol. Um, <laughs> and he's, I love this. He said, to be mayor of Rio de Janeiro is a heck of a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. No one would argue that. I decided to be a senatorial candidate because I saw Rio was full of thieves and corruption. I have the credentials to be mayor. If it is the next election or another, I don't know, but I will be someday. You can write that down. Can we get that in a televised debate? <laughs> yeah, that'd be excellent. Even Bebeto. Yeah, <laughs> Edmundo. Yeah, in it. Yeah, we haven't heard from Edmundo for a while. Surely the animal deserves worrying. a mention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's he doing? <laughs> he's planning something. He's, he's learned how to do it on the quiet. Yeah. I think that's what <laughs> we, we, we can certainly agree. Um, oh, and, and this is a lovely bit of news. The Phenomenon, a.k.a. Ronaldo, has said he fancies getting his boots back on with Fort Lauderdale strikers. He says this every week. Yeah, and we, we've talked about this before. He said it the other month, and then he went, oh, no, 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 no. Well, this is what he said. We just talked with the coach not to go as hard on me in training so I can play some games. Wow. <laughs> just wow. signposting what you know what to do for defenders, really. That generation, it? him, Ronaldinho, yeah. oh, lovely time. R- Rivaldo? Yeah. 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 Like the Harlem Globetrotters, but in professional football. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. If I play, I think I will play more in the playoffs. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> he, just wants, he just wants post-season or nothing. Mm. It's like when he almost signed for Rangers. That's a bit yeah. like saying, if I if I do play, I'll I'll play in the semi-final and the final. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when Rangers tried to sign him. and said, you've only got to play Champions League games and old-firm derbies. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's right, yeah. If all goes well in the playoffs, we plan to play a game or another. Now, he said he didn't want to put himself to ridicule, but will train hard to deserve his place. He said, this year I will train a lot. The last three years I didn't because I was too busy with other stuff. <laughs> this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> is he looking trim at the moment or is he a bit big fun well, I don't think he's as bad I mean, because he played in that uh, charity game where he, he did look atrocious right. but I think he's looking a bit better right. maybe if we get to the final and I'm feeling good why not I will put my name in the nazzle as an option Brilliant. Brilliant. It's it an option to have it, it's absolutely wow. marvellous a part of me doesn't want it because he's busy doing other things yeah just eat, take... eating is what happens when <laughs> you know 
Fabulous. And now, it's time for Pete's Mystery Voice. It is time for uh, Pete's Mystery Voice, and I tell you what, we've had a bumper week of uh, people getting involved and trying to figure out who this is. From Natureso, Schnall, and Voiklisibimbinikimere. Oh, who's that? Nobody knows, turns out. No um, one still knows, got it? Well, we'll find out, won't we? Okay. We'll find out. Uh, Pep Guardiola, no, Owen Roche, incorrect. Owen Hargreaves, a lot of choices for Owen Hargreaves, Michael Judson and co. Uh, Sammy Kafour, uh, no, Ben Delaney, no, Slatan, no, Adam Chris, uh, Christie, don't be silly. Uh, who have we got? Uh, we've got, is it Diego? Don't be stupid. Uh, <laughs> Johan von Lanthen. Von Lanthen? I literally don't know who that is. Do no. you mean Diego, uh, uh, that former was Wolfsburg and Atletico in the Xabi Alonso, no. Pepe Reina, no. Robbie Keane, stop being silly. Uh, Mo Morlam, Josh Tucker, shut up. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but we do have a winner. Oh! Cheers from Zurich. Greatly enjoy your show. Andre Mansa says... It's Innocent Emigara, oh. who played for Grasshoppers, and he was a Swiss international for, like, nine matches mm. uh, from 2011. He's currently at uh, San Jose Earthquakes, so congratulations. Friend of the Ramble. Friend yeah. Yeah. What, what, That was a, a three-time rollover. What one to get? That's I like, know. If that was the Euro Millions, you won about 150 million quid. Yeah, I mean, he's winning nothing. No, he nothing. is winning yeah. nothing. The, so, the, uh, the, the, the prize is essentially worthless. <laughs> I'd, like to see that. I'd like to see that player appear in court. Yeah, Why? exactly. Innocent. Ah. Yeah. But they don't actually use the term innocent in court, mate, so they joke no. on you. It's innocent. Guilty or not guilty. Oh, not it's, it's uncrimed. You and, can and be not it... guilty and not technically be innocent, I think. You get the joke. Yeah, it's a good joke, mate. Thanks. Well done, mate. Oh, <laughs> and now it's time for highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Well, is it, it, is, it is almost like Oh, no, we've got another voice. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's a British, is, yeah. Is Sorry, brother. Sorry, brother. Nakasi so... Good night. You could name. use that in court if you want to. There you are. Well, I'm really confused a little type prayer. Yes, this is this week's voice. Watashiwa. And if you know that is voice at thefootballramble.com. It's not more Morlam, dickheads. <laughs> and now it's time for the highlights of the Well, it actually more. isn't, but oh, I'll take no. the point. Oh. It is time for me to give you a quick rundown of this week on thefootballramble.com. Oh, yes. By the always excellent Kelly, Kelly Wells. Wells. Uh, this week's latest highlights involve and include our intrepid correspondent questions whether Raheem Sterling is the latest victim of football media's hubris in Raheem Sterling. Shortchanged. <laughs> um, more, gore, uh, more good news for Marcus Spurs' magnificent Gorgie boys. Oh, in, in, I tell you. In all heart. And. Read um, that. The hearts, they're, they're, they're taking care of business. Leave it, mate. Yeah. Um, and coverage of last week's internationals, including Cape Verde's unexpected victory over Portugal, one for Pete there. Um, and more sloppy love for our American cousins in a piece entitled Poundland. Also, uh, last but by no means least, the winner of the worst April Fool's Day gag ever. Oh, yeah. So mm. get involved with that while it's still. I mean, it's, yeah, it's still early April, so it's still relevant. I, th- I think what the people forget about the Cape Verde Portugal thing is that they're a Portuguese island, so it's good, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Fuck you. Well, it was the, what didn't we talk about this a while back and say that don't Cape Verde lose a lot of decent players to, to Portugal? Portugal yeah. Isn't Nani from Cape Nani's Verde? Nani's from Cape Verde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's worth, worth worth reading about. Henrik Larsson's father. Indeed. Yeah, I think he was. I think he was eligible for Cape Verde for a while, Larsson. But he went to Sweden instead. He did. Um, so yeah, highlights of the week. Um, what do we got here? Barca Jim says. Celtic's Lee Griffiths scoffing a Tunnock's tea cake on the bench on Friday night. Did you see this? <laughs> I didn't see that. Needed a bit of late, 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 uh, late doors boost of energy. Yeah. Tucked right into a tea cake. Polished it off Brilliant. very quickly as well. Yeah. Um, Gregor, Too much jam. Gregor Lau- No, there's no jam in a tea cake. Mm. What? No. 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 Which it's one's marshmallow, it? Is that a biscuit, marshmallow biscuit and chocolate. Yeah, that's Which it. is the one with the coconut on? That's a snowball, yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, 
what have we got here? Greg Orlauder says, Manchester United versus Aston Villa finally got to see the dream team pairing of Bakuna and Mata. What a wonderful phrase. Yay. Hashtag Lion King. <laughs> there you are. It means no worries for the rest of your days, Gregor. <laughs> uh, what have we got here? Oh, a couple of people. Nick Murphy and Jacob Blair both wanted to give a mention to Jamie Curitan, who scored a hat-trick for his 14th different club, Dagenham and Redbridge, against AFC Wimbledon wow. at the ripe old age of 39 years and 222 days. Hang on a minute. So he scored an awful lot of hat-tricks and he's gone to an awful lot of clubs? Yeah. Is he the Nate Dog of football? He might well be. Wow. <laughs> he might well be. Listen to this. The oldest outfield player in all four professional divisions and he's got 18 goals this season. He's the Nate Dog Amazing. of football. Great stuff. Wherever he goes, he doesn't stay too long and perhaps, you know, he doesn't have own, any of his own albums or record, to my knowledge, but whenever he turns <laughs> up... To my knowledge. To whenever he turns up, my goodness, you know he's going to deliver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you get your skills? It's innate, dog. Yeah. Yes. That's what he says. That's the stuff. Uh, is, is, is a hat trick like his version of a chorus? I'd say so. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, this is a good one. Dan Atkinson says, I was watching Match of the Day with my six year old daughter when she says, Why is the mayor from The Simpsons on telly in real life? It was Brendan Rogers. <laughs> he does look like Mayor Quimby, doesn't he? That's yeah. a lovely one. Yeah. Diamond Joe Quimby. That's Great incredible. Yeah. And this is an excellent uh, hashtag. He says, hashtag <laughs> Liverpool season's gone off the monorails. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favourite Simpsons episodes. Um, what have we got here? Uh, oh, this is quite a nice one. Drew Akers says, a really specific one that no one else might care about, but getting my Thomas Hitzelsberger top in the mail two days ago. As a young gay man, he's one of the, my biggest inspirations, and I'm so mm. glad I'll be able to wear his name on the back of my shirt. Oh. Even if getting your name and number on your top is a bit childish. Good for you, Drew. Lovely stuff. Um, mm. Alex Peters says, um, what have we got here? Oh, this is brilliant. I'll finish with this one, actually. Alex Peters says, Garth Crooks continuing to amaze with his team of the week. In a, cla- <laughs> in a classic 3-1-2-1-3 formation, he has Begovic in goal despite him handing Chelsea the win and compares Bellerin to great Arsenal left-backs of the past, Sansom and Cole, despite young Hector being a right-back. Hashtag punditry. Wonderful. Oh. Nobody's subbing that and going, no. Yeah, we ain't got time, just get it up. Just get yeah. <laughs> Loads of people saying, go fuck yourself as well. Standard. Yeah, yeah. love yeah. that. Yeah. Lovely. My highlight was uh, Jermaine Defoe. Mm. Yeah, it was, a lo- it was a lovely hit. I did see, <laughs> a, new, I did see an irate Newcastle fan tweet that they thought it came off his shin, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, mm. still a goal, mate. Mm. That it's like that Rooney one, the, the overhead kick against yeah. Man City. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It shin. Yeah. yeah, my highlight was Arsenal going second because of Alan Pardew. That's a perfect storm for me. Yeah. <laughs> Ideal. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. bloody lovely. Um, Better look next week, guys. Anyway, <laughs> that's it. Uh, I, I, th- I think we're done, aren't we? Pete, uh, Absolute Radio. Yes, Absolute Radio. It still exists. And we're this in it now. Saturday, uh, we got more live and exclusive Barclays Premier League commentary. Southampton versus Hull. So we'll see if Brucey's, uh, you know, for, finds himself in the mire of the uh, Barclays Premier League basement doldrum boys. Pete, what? Um, you're right, mate. Basement doldrum boys. Is that, Is that your, like your a Japanese boy band? <laughs> <laughs> you're in. What are you doing on Absolute Radio this week, mate? What you tell us? You never tell us what you're doing on yeah, Absolute Radio. I'm doing, the, I'm doing the evening show. My uh, my album of the week, uh, old uh, old Isnibs over there. He'll be pleased. Mr. Big? Noel Gallagher. Ah, oh, oh. lovely. Noel yeah. Gallagher's High Flying Birds. There's a chance to hear uh, Simple Minds in session. Oh, right, that's so, enough. Fucking uh, <laughs> hell. Are you going to play any Mr. Big? There we go, that's it. She's just fade it out, just fade the shot, isn't it? I haven't given the contact details. Alright, give the contact details. Do you want to get in touch to the show? Do it more than 30 seconds. If we do this in more than 30 seconds, we're in trouble. Okay. 
If you want to not, get in touch with the, the show, do email us at football, show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble and the website is thefootballramble.com. Regulators, ramblers, mount up. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Fuck y'all. Say goodbye, Petey. Goodbye, everyone. And it's goodbye from me. You won't skirt, sit back and observe. I just left a gang of hoes over there on the curb. Now they got the freaks and that's a known fact. Before I got jacked, I was on the same track. 